0: Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands And gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work which He has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study before it was even published went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur, and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to Hear the word, pray the word, study the word, proclaim the word, and live the word of the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John fourteen twenty six. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful. Enkindle in us the fire of your love. This is the third week of Lent. The first reading is Exodus three one to eight, thirteen to fifteen. The second reading is one Corinthians ten, one to six, ten through twelve, and the gospel is Luke thirteen one to nine. Before I read the gospel for Sunday, I want to encourage you to read the first and second reading and do the lesson in the quiet privacy of your home. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some people told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. Jesus said to them in reply, do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means, but I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 people who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than everyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means, but I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And he told them this parable. There once was a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard. And when he came in search of fruit on it, but found none, he said to the gardener for three years. Now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply. Leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of the Lord. The question, what did some people tell Jesus and what was his reply? He told them about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. And his reply was, do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? What did Jesus say will happen if you do not repent? You will all perish as they did. What does Jesus say about the 18 people who were killed when the tower at Salome fell on them? And what does he repeat? Do you think they were more guilty than everyone else? And he repeats, you will perish as they did. If you do not believe Jesus is what? The great I am. God. What will happen to you? You will die in your sins. In the first reading, God came to Moses and spoke to him from the burning bush, telling him, his name saying, I am who am. Of what are you to repent and what will you receive? Acts 2, 38. Do repent of your sins and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. What did Jesus tell the people? And what was planted in the man's orchard? He told him a parable and a fig tree was planted. What did the man say to the gardener? For three years now, I have come in search of fruit on the fig tree and found none. Cut it down. What did Jesus do to the fig tree? And what did he tell his disciples? Matthew twenty-one nineteen to 21 tells us. He spoke to it, saying, never again shall you produce fruit. And it withered up instantly. Believe me, if you trust and do not falter, not only will you do what I did to the fig tree, but if you say to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, even that will happen. You will receive all that you pray for, provided you have faith. He speaks to me all the time through his word, telling me to produce fruit to be loving and kind and joyful because I have been loved by him out of his mercy and kindness towards me. He is full of joy when I repent. Number nine, what will happen to every tree that does not bear good fruit? Matthew 3.10 says it will be cut down and thrown into the fire. We know what that fire is. It's hell. What did the gardener Tell the man he would do in hopes it would bear fruit in the future. And what did he say to do if it did not bear fruit? He'd hoe around it and manure it. And then he'd cut it down if it didn't bear fruit. Personal. Repent means to change. How has your life changed since you have been studying God's word? And what fruit is evident from this change? Deacon can answered, from self-centered to Christ-centered, and the fruit evident: patience, joy, love, faith, gentleness, goodness, kindness, piety, and self-control. And I answer that I am definitely more loving and kind and joyful. The love within me flows, makes others respond with love. The psalm for this week is Psalm 103, 1 to 4, 6 to 8, and verse 11. Bless the Lord, my soul. All my being, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, my soul. And do not forget all his gifts, who pardons all your sins and heals all your ill, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with mercy and compassion. The Lord does righteous deeds, brings justice to all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, to the Israelites, his deeds. Merciful and gracious is the Lord, slow to anger, abounding in mercy. For as the heavens tower over the earth, so his mercy towers over those who fear him. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? And how can you apply it to your life? Deacon can answer that. He who pardons all your sins heals all your ills. His application, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Lord means I am his slave. He is my master. Savior means he is my salvation and healer of my mind, body, soul. And I answered that to remember all the gifts God has given me, especially the gift of his spirit to sanctify me and remind me of his love and compassion and mercy toward me. My application? Continue to fast from criticalness, looking for attention for myself and making judgments on people. But think more on God's love for me. Do not dwell on my failures. Repent when I fail and seek the sacrament of reconciliation. Also continue writing down each day when I fail and absorb myself in his love and compassion towards me. The commentary. Today's gospel is a call to repentance. Being killed or staying alive are not measures of righteousness in themselves. Everyone will die at some time. That is part of being human but not everyone needs to stay dead jesus promises all of us that if we believe in him we will not perish but instead we will have eternal life john 3:16 there are many people in our communities and even in our families who are like the fig tree in today's reading they are being nurtured through life And they are not producing any fruit. They refuse to listen on how to be a good fruit. And finally, many of them die or are cut down. We need to really hear what is being said in today's gospel. Because we are like that tree. And we need to repent. We need to be watered and recultivated. Or we will be ripped out and thrown away. Jesus died for us. He has left his spirit to help us grow. Our church embraces us with the teachings of Christ, the sacraments, Holy Scripture, fellowship, all of this to help us bear the fruits of love. We are bearers of a wonderful kind of life-giving fruit. They will know who we are when they see and taste our fruit of love. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is the kind of fruit we were meant to bear. Jesus is constantly pleading to save your tree of life within you. Listen to him today. Let him open your roots and root out all the rotten growth through the sacrament of reconciliation. Let Jesus love you through prayer in his holy word and spend time just listening to him. Let him make you his delight once again. The application. The first reading tells how Moses saw the burning bush and investigate just as we should investigate. In the second reading, we see our baptism is constantly being experienced throughout our lives. The gospel says a Christian is born to never die, but to live forever. This week, like Moses, look and listen to God speak. He may be speaking through someone in your family. Moses heard him in a burning bush. Your baptism made you a temple of the Holy Spirit. And your language reflects your attitude of what you think is inside your temple. Let those around you hear only words that are honorable and acceptable in the presence of a king. What kind of fruit do you bear? Ask those closest to you what kind of fruit they see in you. This week, spend time in pruning, nurturing, and watering your tree of life, and your fruit will feed your family. Deacon can answer that. Baptism is not a one-shot time. We are constantly experiencing our baptism every moment of our lives. When we are loving and forgiving, we are rising out of the water. And when we are struggling with ourselves, we are drowning in our self-importance. And I answer that. I've been working all week on listening when others speak, not talking about myself, and also being on guard against any judgments, criticisms, and self-importance. By doing this, I seem to be so much more at peace and joyful. Let us close with prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. To more fully
0: participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S. M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at MagnificatCST at AOL.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.